Hey there. Thanks for tuning in to Ermia Matters, a podcast about higher education, risk management, and insurance. Let's get to it. Welcome to Ermia Matters. I'm Louise Schlesinger, uh, Ermia's engagement manager, and this episode's guest host for a discussion coming to you from our home office in Bloomington, Indiana. Now, we all know that when members think of Ermia, the top things they mention are our peer-to-peer online discussion communities and our outstanding professional development. But today, we're going to shine a light on other resources that add value to an Ermia membership, each of which uh, we will reference in the show notes. So today, I'm delighted to be joined here by my colleagues, Teresa Ransdale, Ermia's Director of Membership and Marketing. Lou Drapo, Ermia's resource manager, and two terrific Ermia members. Flo Hoskinson, risk manager for the Oregon Health and Science University, who currently serves as our secretary of the Ermia Board of Directors, and Steve Stager-Moore, president of Districts Mutual Insurance and Risk Management Services, which serves Wisconsin's technical colleges. Steve is the parliamentarian of the Ermia board. So first, let's just get a little bit of background about our guests. Teresa, you want to start? Sure, I'll start. As Louise mentioned, I am the director of membership and marketing, and I'm the new person on staff. So I've been with Ermia a few months now and enjoying every minute of it. My background is in association management. I've worked for other associations for the last 25 years. That's great. Glad to have you on board. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. Lou, my buddy, my guru. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lou Drapo. As uh, I'm, uh, I've been a, an employee of Hermia for about four and a half years. And prior to that, I retired from the University of Kentucky as director of risk management. How about you, Steve? Hi, this is Steve Steger Moore from Districts Mutual Insurance. We're an institutional member, and all of the 16 technical colleges enjoy membership under that umbrella. I've been with Districts Mutual now for 18 years, and prior to that, I was a risk manager practicing in the Wisconsin Technical Colleges. I've spent about 30-plus years in higher education. And your journey through Ermia? Started... Back in 2006, when I went to the first conference that I attended at San Antonio and been a very strong member ever since then. Great. And last but not least. Hi, uh, Flo Hoskinson with the Oregon Health and Science University. Thank you for the warm welcome to the home office here. I started off, uh, my first conference was... um, Minneapolis, Minnesota in 2015. I started off my career as an auto bodily injury claims adjuster with State Farm. And uh, I managed a workers comp for a staffing company and uh, got licensed, a PNC license when I worked at a commercial insurance broker. And I've also managed claims for 26 cities and counties uh, in Oregon. I was fortunate to be hired as the risk manager for my alma mater at the University of Oregon in 2015, and then most recently moved over to Oregon's only academic health center, Oregon Health Science University, as their risk insurance and claims manager. That's great. Well, wonderful to have you all here. And I just want to say that, Flo, you are representing a small, but we do have a group of medical and health science institutional members. So that's great that you're here representing them. Now on to today's discussion. Shall we get to it? We'll go back to Teresa again. Hey, Teresa, what's the first member benefit 
at the top of your mind? Well, the benefit that we get many phone calls about are Ermia's insurance programs. There are three separate programs. You can find information about these on Ermia's website under the services tab. But it's the camps insurance policies that will help cover all of those athletic and some academic camps that you may have going on campus throughout the year. Probably our most popular is our TULIP insurance program. It's the tenants and users liability insurance. So it's for those groups that are holding functions at your institution. Those insurance policies can help cover those functions that you have on your policy on your campus. And then our newest program just added in 2000 is the student property insurance program. That particular insurance program protects personal property for the students, actually staff and faculty on campus too, but it's an option for your students to use that as opposed to or maybe in addition to their parents' homeowners insurance policies. So the insurance programs are a popular benefit for ERMIA members. I know that we've done a podcast in depth about these pro- each of these programs, but I'm really curious to know, talking to both you, uh, Flo and Steve, have you used any of the insurance programs? How have your institutions benefited? For the technical colleges, since we do not have a pro- proliferation of residence halls, we really have not had much interest in the student property plan. But the TULIP program is utilized when we have groups that are not affiliated with the campus want to use college facilities. It's a great way for those folks to be able to have insurance in place. Mm-hmm. And none of the technical colleges run a significant number of camps either. So we really haven't waded into those waters much either. Both the University of Oregon and OHSU use the TULIP program actively, and that's been a really great resource for event organizers. We haven't used Ermia's camp and student property insurance programs, but they are great additions to the insurance program resources. So, mm-hmm. And I guess just to be clear, you as risk managers are not buying the TULIP policy, but you're covering the institution by having the event organizers have this. The event organizers literally go online, Louise, and apply for the coverage and then receive their documentation that they have coverage. And the college in turn gets a certificate of insurance to verify coverages in place. So the university or the college does not pay anything for the premium. That's really the host of the financial responsibility. And actually, uh, that's true for the camp's insurance. And that's also true for the student property. Mm -hmm. So um, anyway, If anyone's interested in looking into that is under the services tab (laughs) on the website. Another benefit that Ermia has just started offering in 2021 is the affiliate member services directory. We just launched that to connect Ermia institutional members with Ermia affiliate members. It's kind of a the old-fashioned yellow pages, but the affiliate directory highlights affiliate members, the products and services that they offer. So it helps the member institutions find providers that meet the needs, and it's presented in three different ways. It's organized three different ways in the directory. You can find the information listed by the company, by the 
topic or the service that's provided. And then you can also find the information by the personnel that works at the affiliate members. So really that member benefit is a win-win for both our groups of members. The affiliate members get their information in front of our institutional members who need to utilize a lot of those services that are advertised in that directory. It's one of those benefits that you may not know you need it until you need it. It's, it sits on the shelf until you're like, now I need to find an insurance broker or I need to find other services. You pull off that directory off the shelf and you can easily find some people that you can contact to make your job go just a little bit faster. That's great. So this is part of our connecting members with members and How have we done so far with that? (laughs) I used a resource uh, recently when we conducted an RFP and I was able to go online to the interactive PDF. I think that's, I believe that's on the services navigation tab as well, Louise. And it's on the website and you can, I sorted by my need and was able to find some contacts for the RFP. So it was really valuable and it saved me a lot of time. I really like to utilize the red button that says Ask Lou on the homepage of the website. Lou becomes a wonderful researcher on your behalf if you have questions. The Ermia website is an extraordinary resource. And because there's so many documents out there, I'm not smart enough to figure out where they are. But if I push the red button, Lou finds that information. So that's a wonderful resource. That is a wonderful segue into, okay, Lou, what do you want to highlight <laughs> Alrighty. One of my favorite and relatively new resources is the Ermia Schwartz. Um, this is a collection of brief introductory videos developed over the past couple of years on a variety of basic higher education risk management topics. Everything from the basics of risk management, risk financing and insurance, and how to use the risk inventory. These shorts have been created by members for members, especially for onboarding new staff or people to new areas of responsibility, although I did do the one on the risk inventory. Um, These Ermia shorts can be found in the Ermia library in a folder by themselves called Ermia shorts. Very straightforward. Yeah. And these are about how long? Oh, they're usually anywhere from six or eight minutes to maybe 10 or 12 minutes. They're really very short introductory type documents. Okay. So we've got a little space of time between, you know, when you get home and dinner and there you go. Well, is that something that you've had the opportunity to look at either of you or is that, that's that's fairly new. So that might be something that as you're onboarding people Mm -hmm. uh, to your staff, you might be interested in. I'd have to say as a new Ermia employee, it, they have been very helpful as someone coming in not knowing much about risk management and all of the different areas that higher education risk managers work with. They've, it's been a great opportunity for me to d- just listen in to a quick Ermia short and find out some information about what risk managers are focused on these days. One of the comments I would offer after having been in higher education for a number of years is we are risk generators. Higher education is not risk adverse. So the resources on the website are truly exceptional for the new or even the seasoned risk manager because there's always something new to learn and there's always some new risk that a college or university will figure out a way to try and make happen. (laughs) 
<laughs> Very true. Lifelong learners, aren't we? Yes, we are. Yes. Okay. Well, what else do you have, Lou? Well, we do have uh, a lot of other resources on the Ermia website. A wide variety of these resources are maintained in the Ermia library. Things like uh, ERM documents, legal resources, loss prevention, policies and procedures, past annual and regional conference presentations, and most of our webinars. And if you're having trouble finding some of these things, the search function uh, webpage has uh, direct hyperlinks to them. They're relatively easy to find. And uh, as Steve already said, if you can't find something, just hit the Ask Blue button and I'll find it for you. Another one that we've uh, mentioned already is the Ermia Risk Inventory. And this basically lists risks that are common to higher ed, categorized into 23 different areas based on the type of risk, and then further classified into areas from strategic to reputational risk. And it's uh, frequently updated as new risks emerge. And really valuable for folks that are working on an ERM program to check out that risk inventory. And in our recent uh, update, we uh, we actually uh, gave it uh, some new functionality. You can actually go through there and create a risk inventory for your own institution. All you have to do is click on any of the risks. There are 323, I think, risks in the risk inventory. You click on that particular risk, and you can, and then you can save all of those risks that you have clicked into one spreadsheet and download it to your own computer and use it however you'd like to on your own campus. That's fabulous. Okay. Well, um, so you've used the risk inventory. You know, we, we keep talking about the core competencies for higher education risk managers, um, which is an Ermia member and staff developed uh, resource. Do you want to just give a quick highlight of what that is, Lou? Sure. This outlines a lot of the competencies that uh, risk managers really need to have or to develop. And you can also use this as you create uh, risk management job descriptions or staff onboarding plans or benchmarking your institution with other institutions um, or new areas of professional development for you to explore, uh, such as staff development. development skills or strategic planning or really any other area that you're not as familiar with as you would like to be. And we have, we are in the process now of uh, <clears throat> redoing our education plan and the resource guide in conjunction with the core competencies so that there are resources for each of those core competencies mm-hmm. for you to find and to use. Have you had the opportunity either of you to apply <clears throat> that document at all in your setting or yeah we've uh we've reviewed the core competencies and we use it in our professional development with our staff and it's been extremely helpful it gives us great ideas on the types of readings that the folks might be interested or uh, maybe coursework or uh, professional designations that's great to hear of course from our staff perspective it it guides um the development of our professional development offerings Mm -hmm. So that's great. Should we give people a hint about what's coming up? The salary salary survey? survey, Yes. (laughs) Actually, the Ermia salary survey um, is really the actual title is the risk management in higher education departments, leadership and compensation. And there's really a lot more information in there than just 
salaries. It's a snapshot of the profession through data uh, collected from ERMIA member institutions. It's really a rich resource for evaluating your institution's risk management function and for benchmarking it. The latest edition was done in 2018, and we are planning to update it in 2022. The salary survey has been a very popular benchmarking tool for ERMIA members. Anything else that anybody would like to add? Well, I think when that salary survey comes out to encourage all members to participate so that we're sharing information. Yeah, we do. We do put out reminders to people when the survey is available to get them to participate. And then we make an announcement when the new salary survey is available. And then there's usually a lot of response all at once of people wanting to look at it. Okay. I always think of ERMI as being the go-to resource for higher education risk management. And it has proven to be precisely that in my years of having the occasion to be participative. I tell people all the time, if you need to know things about higher education risk management, then you have to go to the ERMIA website. It just, it is such a deep resource of information. And the wonderful part about it is there's no copyright on any of the information that's out there. So as higher education develops policy, procedure, or has interesting conversations, people are very willing to share. And that's one of the, I think, the benchmarks or the earmarks of the ERMI organization is everyone is very willing to share. So if you got an issue or you have a need, Ermia will figure out a way to help you fill that. That's- I agree. I agree. I think with what Steve said, it's we share information. And my old, my former boss at the University of Oregon, he coined the phrase rip off and duplicate. (laughs) 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 And I mean, there's no sense in reinventing the wheel. Um, We share information and Ermia is just an amazing organization. And uh, if you haven't attended um, a national conference or regional conference, uh, definitely encourage you all to uh, get to one of the conferences and meet some amazing people uh, from all over the nation. Right. Yes. And we we have those opportunities available to non-members to see if we're a good fit. I should also say, since you mentioned the website, Steve, that that's a great place for anybody out in the public to check out Ermia, but just know that there's this screen that opens when you become a member and you get to see much more content than the public is able to see. Mm -hmm. And if you're a member, that happens for you after you log in. I'd like to really thank all of us sitting around the table here, Teresa, Lou, Steve, Flo. You've all been wonderful about sharing some tips for everyone today and what I call our gems that are available to Ermia members. It was fun being together instead of seeing each other in little boxes on a computer screen. (laughs) And I guess with that, this wraps another episode of Ermia Matters. You've been listening to Ermia Matters. You can find more information about Ermia at www.urmia.org. For more information about this episode, check out the show notes available to Ermia members in the Ermia Network Library.